So, yeah. I mean, it seems like everybody and their mama either got not just one plant now. It seems like they got like a forest growing in their living room about right about now. I mean, you got to some find some way to occupy your time. Big plant nice. action. <laughs> big, plant, big plant energy over here, man. Yeah, I, I got the full on uh, greenhouse, man, growing lettuce. Nice. Uh, <laughs> kale. I got it all. Tomatoes, all indoors. I, I mean, that's pretty much IG. That's all I see. Yeah. A little, their own home garden, growing on, growing on their balcony, doing their thing. It's time to return back to nature, man. I mean, I come from a family of people who had gardens and plants all over their house, so it's normal for me. I just ain't got my own at the moment. <laughs> I got I got one, but you know, it'll more more to come. I mean, fertilizer and what humidifiers to keep them, and then you got to figure out their sun schedule. I mean, the sun schedule is pretty easy, you know, like the more sunlight, the better. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, <laughs> that's the basis of it. There's a science, you know what I mean? Depends on what you're growing. If it's, but you know, it's starting in the spring, the days obviously get longer. Right. And that's like your growing period to, until basically right now at midnight. Today's the, the equinox, you know what I mean? Right. When we're on it's a 12, down. 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night, then everything starts getting, now the nights are longer starting tomorrow. Right. So, you know. If you're outside now, you're going to be wanting to start having your harvest coming up real soon, or you know, it's not the time to be planting nothing. Oh man, we Fucking know it's winter's coming. You feel like it does something for y'all? Yeah, yeah. Outside is just like having like something to do to keep you busy. You know what I mean? Like the the plants provide what you need. You know, if you if it's not, even if you're not eating it, you know, it provides uh, oxygen. You know, it's it intakes the carbon dioxide that you put it off, purifies it, and gives it back as oxygen. So, okay, I don't know. I'm not ready to be plant dad. Oh uh, yeah, and it's interesting how all these shirts pop up. But yo, it's interesting what you said. You know, it gives you what you need. It produces. What you need. Don't do it for the gram, though. Stuff. Don't do it for the gram. I mean, yeah, I think this whole quarantine and everything, and recent deaths, black people. I think we've been really taking a. a Real hard look at what things we're taking in, what things that, uh, what serve us, what people are serving us. So it's definitely a time that we need to assess whether our own community, BET, Black Entertainment Channel, or television, 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 serves us currently. But, uh, let's cue the intro, let's slide into it. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And it's your boy, Swoosh Knight. And you're tuning into Love, Love Yours, Yours, the podcast. Hello, hello. What's good? It's cousins. We back. Guess who's back, back, back. Okay. <laughs> a little brief hiatus, you know. We had to settle up some things. What was it like two weeks? Bro, it's been like three, four. Three. It's been three. Smacking, bro. Smacking. So of course, it's your boy Swoosh Knight. It's your girl Vanessa Denae. And we got our guest, Just Patrick, infamous, knowledgeable connoisseur of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> if they say so, man, just Patrick, man, in here, San Jose, <laughs> poor weight all day. 
Now Mizzou. Oh yeah, Mizzou too. All day. That's that's in the blood for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. to the soil always, yeah. no matter where it's from. But it ain't where you're from. It's where you at. <laughs> this is Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes Black mental health, Black mental wealth, and Black mental stability. And they will forever be able to reach until you. Love yours. So as we stated in our intro, we're taking a hard look at Black entertainment television and kind of whether they serve the community anymore. But let's set the stage. The Cable Network was started by Robert L. Johnson after working as a lobbyist for the cable television industry in the 1970s. He saw the opportunity to reach African-American audiences through a cable TV channel, acquired a loan, and began broadcasting two hours of weekly programming in 1980 as it slowly gained viewership throughout the North America and the Caribbean. The channel mainly focused on music videos before broadening their focus to new programs, comedy, showcases, talk shows, and sports. So, just to get it off the mix, how did you find BET, and, or how did, how did BET found you guys? I think my first memories of watching BET, I was probably like 11, 12, somewhere in there. And I stumbled across a gym called uh, 106 in Park. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, yeah, so I started watching. Well, actually, no, I'll take that back. I think I started watching like Rap City first. Rap City in the basement. And then they had, um, what was it? Cedar's World? Am I right? Oh, you all the way right in there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I I can see her face and everything, (laughs) and hear her ratchet ass voice in my head right now. But yeah, so like watching music videos, you know, 11, 12 years old, you're in in middle school. That's when you're trying to like figure out who you are, figure out how how you want to be portrayed, how you want to be seen, like what you want to dress like, stuff like that. So. I think that was the turning point for me as far as like identifying like, oh, I'm black, black. Like (laughs) you are, you know what I mean? Because I went to like, I'm Miro. I went to, I went to a predominantly Hispanic elementary school. Mm -hmm. Like I even took English as a second language classes, fifth and sixth grade. So like... I wasn't exposed to too many black people, mm-hmm. which is fine. It mm-hmm. was just like whatever. But then I went to, I went to middle school, and there was much more of us, way more than what I was used to at in elementary school. So I was like trying to figure out where I fit in, um, trying to figure out like, hey, do black people do this? Or I'm not saying that I was not black, but it was just like, okay, this is a different level here, mm-hmm. and then trying to figure out like dances and all, everything. So, you know, BT was a reliable source, man. Fact. So it really made a difference for you. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> yeah. Facts. I say I was, uh, man, I was exposed. I was indoctrinated into the BT experience <laughs> at an early age. You know what I mean? Just, um, I don't know what it was. We always had it available on cable. Um, my dad actually had satellite. I think we watched it on satellite on whatever channel it was. 
And from back in like, you know, uh, Video Soul is probably right when I got in, when it was like, <laughs> you know, this is like before, I was watching BT before they started really playing rap videos. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when it was all, when it was black, black. You know what I mean? It was, when it was like it was, Motown's finest. Yes. Like the raunchiest thing you could ever see on BT was like New Edition for oh, a minute. Oh my God. Yeah. Like when New Edition was killing it, Bobby Brown went solo like that. Like, I think, I think I like thinking back, like my grandparents and parents probably watched it as well as I did, but I don't think I like grasped it back then it was just like oh you know black people yeah but it didn't really hit me to like try and figure myself out until i was in middle school what what hit me i think about the show not even about the programming one thing that really stood out was the commercials Mm -hmm. bt was the first place i seen like black people in place of white people in the same brand in the same commercial right you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they would have the they had the tide commercial washing clothes with white people on one channel and then the tie with all black people on BT and it would be like, okay, like this hit different. Like it, I don't know why, you know what I mean? It's just how, right. it's how they market and they pander to the, to the, to the people. But right. <laughs> I felt, I felt it back then, you know what I mean? Like the McDonald's commercials and then they had like, uh, I remember, I remember the, uh, just for me. The, um, oh yeah. I'll sing the whole song right now. Y'all ready? <laughs> you know, you know, just for me. I got it. Yeah. That, hey, that relaxer used to come with a tape. Yeah, and what's the other? They had all the black hair products. They had the um, dark and lovely, dark and lovely, the soft sheen, all that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Stay so soft. Yeah. So like, <laughs> that was like the only place. And I'm from a small rural Midwestern, for sure, all white environment. You know what I mean? Uh, and to see stuff like that had you really trying to identify, like, okay, there's stuff out here for us. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and we hip, you know what I mean? We can, we can get to it if we want to, you know? Yeah. BT brought that to light. And, 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 uh, I used to watch BT news too. Like I always was in the news on everything. BT news was special back in the day. They like really, there was real black topics that they, you know, they, they kept, um, uh, kept on agenda, man. And, um, it wasn't like on oh, no gossipy, you know. Well, you know what black news is now. It ain't the same. Right. You know what I mean? That was real stuff to talk about yeah. back then. So, real quick, Patrick, have you checked out the Black Information Network yet? Is that the that Charlemagne the guy? No, it's um, it's new. It's like a legitimate news station. iHeartRadio, right? Yeah. See, I was in Santa Cruz Saturday, and I heard. The lady on the radio and Santa Cruz radio talking about the, and she didn't sound black at all, introducing me to the Black News Network. And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it didn't sound right. It didn't sound genuine. But have you checked it out? And what's it talking I about? I have not gotten oh. the chance. Because yeah. um, I don't have iHeartRadio. Nah. It's supposedly free, but I don't know. I just haven't done the work to actually like look into it. I hear, I, I'll, pro- I'll try to. I hear iHeartRadio, and I can only think of like corporate interest. You know what I mean? Which is the same thing that basically we're talking about with BT and corporate interest and like how it's one thing and it it starts out as one thing and ends up as another. You right. Know? Launched June 30th this year. Mm-hmm. All news radio networks targeting the African-American community, mm-hmm. carrying mostly national stories and features. It's he like... Black NPR? No. No? Like who's the voice? Like 
who's elected these delegates to speak on the on, on behalf of black people. I think we've already secretly chosen as a collective, as an internet, who we want to speak for us, and they'll never pick that person. Who do we pick? Uh, LeBron James. Bro, no, <laughs> apparently, I want you to match this amount and catch the people who attack the police officers. I, it's not just one person, you know what I mean? But there's several. How y'all feel about like uh, like David Banner? So, go, you can go first. I'm just asking. This is just, a, you know. Yeah, I heard he was cooning recently. I, you know, I don't really subscribe, so I don't know. But I'm like. Tap dancing. Oh, yeah. Is that true, Nay? I don't know about his recent. I have my own issues with <laughs> David Banner. Like Work I feel like that thing, Yeah, girl. exactly. Bro, like I can't take you serious, boy. Get out of my face. <laughs> um, like I like I get everybody changes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People grow up, but I just feel like some of his stuff is a bit hypocritical and I'm just like, you know, good for you, but mm, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But I have my reservations about everybody. Like, okay. And I, think, I don't really rock with Jesse Jackson. Like, no, no, no. That was not the guys. Uh, <laughs> what about, um, well, I, I think I've asked y'all before about Tariq Nasheed. How y'all feel about him? I don't like that nigga. You don't like Tariq? I, I don't. Like, I don't, I don't trust him. Now, he's an ex-pimp. Like, no, there's no. Yeah, like, I don't trust him. But you know what I do trust Tariq Nasheed to do? Uh, speak properly on behalf of all black people in America. To put out hidden colors. I don't know. Yeah, but you know, if he was to, if he was to go on CNN, he would not embarrass us. True, I will give him that. That's all what I. Be, we, that's all I look for. What we cannot do is put Mr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> don't give that man a stage. But even then, ever, even when he went on, what was he on? He was on Roland Martin show, and he oh, yeah. every time every time Dr. Umar Johnson speak, he represents. I can't front on that neither. I can't with him. What he I, makes me angry. Like I just cannot with him. But if I had, if they were like, okay, so to represent you, you have either Dr. Umar Johnson or Tariq Nasheed. I'd be like, all right, Tariq, man, get in there, bro. We're all <laughs> counting on you. <laughs> like I wouldn't even. They couldn't even finish saying Dr. Umar. I I would have heard Dr. U. All right, Tariq, let's go, bro. Let's, let's go. Get in there, man. It's on you. <laughs> oh man. Um what about what about Boyce Watkins? Y'all know you know who Boyce Watkins is? Cannot say that I do. Yeah, Boyce Watkins is that guy. I might, but I don't know. He's he's another one of those dudes that I, I feel confident, like, yo, you go to CNN and you talk. Like you you're gonna hand you're gonna handle the conversation, it's gonna go the right way, and they're not gonna bully you, and you're gonna make sure I feel like these people all have the best interests of black America in heart. You know what I mean? What Whether about, they, uh, what about Killer Mike? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he's a touchy subject, right? Like, because I feel like Killer, I feel like, um, you know, entertainers and rappers ain't the, ain't the ones or athletes. I, they're not the ones to speak on the exactly. behalf. Exactly, and I think that's you know that's I mean? my issue with a lot of them, and I, I hate. That I feel this way. Yeah. But it's just like, no, like, yes, you can be more than an athlete. You can can. be more than a musician. It's just that, like, these are people that 
are quote unquote uneducated. And I don't even think I don't think education's even the issue. I think it's like your contractual obligations, right? You know that too, I mean? yeah. Because you always have somebody behind you, like, yeah. all right, bro, like and you said the wrong thing. This money's gone. Nick Cannon is is prime example. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You know what I mean? I said he shouldn't have apologized. Or, no, I I wouldn't say that he shouldn't have said what he said. If you if you if you if you was going to apologize, he should have never came out. Talking tough in the first place. Yeah, that's why I yeah. mean, like, yeah, you stand by what you say because we don't know what they're holding over that man uh, <laughs> to make him apologize. <laughs> so it's like you know he got kids and stuff. We don't know what's involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's why I feel like those people don't have. A, you can't put them in that place because you, they compromise. Day, y'all all have. Yeah, you have something to lose. Yeah, you, you compromise. I mean? Yeah, like if we would go back to thinking about. Malcolm X, when he was just like, yo, Nation of Islam is not rocking with me. Like, he didn't back down. He was no. just like, I don't got no money. I don't, this house ain't even mine. Like, but and he I'm, didn't back I, down. And I'm probably going to die tomorrow. And I'm still going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm still going to tell y'all that they out here being, he, he's trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your boy sleeping with little kids and everything. Yeah. That's a real stand-up guy. We don't, he's a, yeah. he's a rare individual. Thanks. And I feel like, I feel like Tupac had, uh, Energy like that, you know what I mean? Um, but he, Tupac's also like probably very contradictory at the same time. That's you know amazing. what I mean? There's a lot of things that he probably said mm-hmm. and wanted to say that couldn't say, or there's something, there's an image out there to contradict what he already said, you know what I mean? How, no matter how powerful it was. They can pull it up, that kind of thing, like subtweet, old tweets. Yeah, if he, if there, if mm-hmm. there was a thing for him, there's some subtweets for, for, for my <laughs> man Pac, you know what I mean? That would have damaged him, like as, in comparison to Malcolm X, like you're not really gonna pull his card. Mm-hmm. Like he said what he said, he stood on it from like the last twenty years. Like, you know, so what? Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, then I, I think the other piece of that is like sometimes I worry about whether if they're holding dual roles, like like LeBron, he's like you're one, like you have two fires that you're working on. It's like and I expect you to leave a march, but then you're also trying to win a championship at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I expect you to do both. Yeah. Just like Cap, like you trying to you trying to I find a job basketball, bro. Yeah, Cap trying to like yo, you trying to get get yourself a position, but then we over here waiting on you your words so that uh, we can push yeah, forward on this. He's not, you can't you can't look to the athletes, man. They're like I said, they're uh, the whole NBA. But we already said that Cap is not that guy. He's not the guy. No, any athlete, you know, because they're all the yeah. whole the whole NBA thing that we've seen the past year with the bubble was a show mm-hmm. for for ratings. They thought that if they went pure Black Lives Matter, that black people would start watching. And it's like, nah, bro. Like, we'll, you know, we're not gonna, we're not getting cable just to watch the NBA like that for real. With their pre-approved messages. Yeah, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Say and it's her like, name, but we're not actually. Gonna this say is the her year name. too, man. In 2020, man, everybody's seen through the bullshit. You can't play the people no more. Like, mm. like how they came with the fake protests. What happened? The dude in uh, Wisconsin. The little white kid shot the or oh, Jacob Blake was it Jacob Blake that happened first? Uh yeah. Right. And then the And then the white kid. he shot the little shot the two people. Yeah. And they boycotted. They were like, We not playing. Mm-hmm. For how long did that last, dog? What kind of like it wasn't even twenty okay. it wasn't even twenty four, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't like know, that's embarrassing cause... to say boycott and not boycott. True. You know what I mean? And I think everybody's but I mean, what do you what what did we expect? Because the people who was like, "Bro, I'm not playing," they didn't take their ass out there. 
Yep. No, nah, but I mean, a boycott is supposed to, for a boycott to have some real meaning, you got to do it for more than a day. I think that's what I was expecting. No, that's what I, uh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, I, yeah, I agree. They should have done it more than a day because yeah. that's the definition of a boycott. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not surprising that it only lasted a day because these are the same dudes that were just like, no, nah, we can go get this, the championship when as a collective majority mm-hmm. of the african-american community was just like this is not the time to be playing basketball right now yeah we have other pressing mm-hmm. issues that we need to yeah. keep focused on and they try to ride on the back of black lives matter we'll put it on the court put it on the shirts <laughs> if we do it like that will it be okay guys can we finish our season yeah. like nah bro like you it's a wrap man sports is done yeah but if you want to say like we can see through the bullshit i mean i think there's definitely i think what i've come to realize from like work and everything like that is just you know people can choose to be choose their awareness choose their awareness level even though they know there's a certain underlying thing that's above yeah. where they're at they're just like no nah, no nah, i'm gonna stay down here i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna stick with this because this is safe safe and this i, I don't even think it's about being safe it's just, just like, like i don't have the energy or time or i don't want to put my energy and time into the next level so i'm gonna just act like i don't know there's another level of this <laughs> and just stay here and mind my yeah business. that yeah because the system is big man and mm-hmm. um you know people have a have an issue with identifying what the system of racism is you know what I mean? People get caught up in the individuals and the little small little aspects. It's like, dog, like the the system of racism, like how we spoke about, you know, medical marijuana. That's a part of systematic racism. Yeah. Right there. Like that's undefeated. You know what I mean? And that's not going nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? Anytime soon. So, so thinking about all this, what do you feel like BT should be playing a role in it? Yeah. Because, I mean, in a sense, for me, my expectations of seeing BET growing up and, well, for me, it was, oh, shit. Like, yeah, like like Nate said, like, oh, this is a part of being black and all the, like all this hip stuff. And that's kind of hit the time where we were at of trying to get into music videos and freestyling, even though I was fucking trash at freestyling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, yeah, there's, you know, uncut and. You know, that took up a lot of my time and late nights. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually it quickly turned to, you know, if I'm not watching BET, I'm not black. So I had to watch more of it. Yeah. Um, But in a sense, I think growing up over time, it was like looking back at it, man, BET could have been like, you know, a great place to talk about mental health and talk about black, it was. You know, male masculinity. Yeah. And, you know, really, you know, shine lights on different aspects of like, you know, we don't be we don't be supporting black women. Yeah, and instead, it just at least that's what I expected of it, and it sounds like it's degraded over time. Yeah, yeah. At, at first, they were going, you know, we were going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I will say, BT was definitely going in the right direction. Somewhere around, it's when they got bought by Viacom. Late nineties, mm-hmm. early two thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it switched. It switched. Yeah. I think for the most part, from what I was able to go back, is, is just, you know, over the years, it's been no secret that BET has kind of shot the shit. Yeah. They sold they sold for $3 billion 2001. Yeah. That's the fundamental switch of how, because y'all know who Viacom is, right? Mm-hmm. 
And y'all know who's... Hey, y'all want to hear some big brother shit right yeah. now? What's up? I was about to Google when did Viacom buy VT. All I typed in was when did VI, and the first thing was Viacom buy BET. We know. What we, we know what you're up to. <laughs> Bro. We hear you talking to. about this. Let me hook you up. Man. We know. We're going to get cut again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that point there, you know what I mean? Like, you have to examine what BET was. Um, what BET was prior to that purchase, all right? right, and what MTV was at the same time. You know, MTV was terrible. Like TRL is low key a spinoff of 106 in part. Oh, not low I key, high key. Okay, okay, I'm not, I'm not well, tripping. But let's shorten the videos up. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, via the, that purchase reinvigorated, you know, MTV as the source of entertainment in the music world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and they just began to just pump in that low level programming to the people. Right. And, you know, uh, they we like, never, we mm-hmm. never had anything to really replace what BT was as a, as a collective. Cause it wasn't a part of the machine. It was out, it was operating outside of BT was always struggling. Right. You know what I mean? Do y'all, y'all remember the, the Cleo, Miss Cleo? They ran, oh, yeah. they ran those continuously right. just to fill in dead space. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was trying to buy advertising space on BET until about 2000 when hip hop went corporate. When hip hop went corporate mm-hmm. with Nelly, 50 Cent, like Jay Z, Dr. Dre, Kanye West, the towers fell. We went corporate. Like, you know, the, the, the corporate interest scene had to, ta- had to master the programming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't. You know, there there used to be BTs before the Daylight Soul Tribe Called Quest, uh, a right. whole a whole lot of um, whole lot of woke shit. What's my man's in them from uh, that same Tennessee? Arrested Arrested Development, I think it was, or yeah, they from ATL, um, Outcast. Like, oh, you know, it was like that black futuristic, or like the black hippie kind of like counterculture, not thug, right. not gangster. In between, because the gangster rap videos wasn't being played on on BT at that point. Like, yeah, it wasn't no. There was no outlet for gangster music in in the early nineties, late nineties. There's it, just either you knew or you didn't know. You know what I mean? But it wasn't on TV like that, right? And the imagery wasn't put out there like that, and not yeah. especially for the masses. <laughs> um, but once they found out that that was what the kids liked, man, it was a wrap. Yeah, we have something to market. Yeah, put it on. So then, so I mean, we hit MTV, and maybe was this is might be a side note, but then a lot of criticism for BET is whether we need it or not, in the sense of you know because you don't see white entertainment television, yeah, because everything is white entertainment television. Like I, I, bro, this is that this is that all lives matter bullshit that I swear that makes me so angry. Like, no, there is no white entertainment television because y'all don't need it because that's all you see. You, you're not growing up as a little white girl somewhere and you don't see representation. You don't Mm -hmm. see, you don't, you're not sitting there like, Oh my God, why are so many black people on TV? And I never see any white people like, no, Mm -hmm. I think the, the 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 point about why people are offended or could be offended, like you know, mm-hmm. black entertainment television doesn't insinuate uh, black only entertainment. 
it's inclusive. Like it's, right. and I think that's why people don't understand that. Like, yo, you watch BT, it, it, it ain't for black people only. You know, you, everybody's welcome to watch and participate in, in, in the culture. Like we've always been real inviting into the culture. Right. You know that's what I mean? <laughs> that might be our problem now, but right. that's what we do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't really find it, you know, offensive. Like, um, what would you call, like, I mean, there's, it's not, there's Spanish only or Mexican only programming yeah. exactly. out there. There's, exactly. v- there's Vietnamese programming out there. There's mm-hmm. Vietnamese, there's all Mandarin channels, like, all India. And, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they have full, like, more than one channel. Yeah. And like, you're, my, you're my G, we got one channel, bro. Yeah. And y'all about to lose your mind over one channel. Yeah. It's good. Come on through, yeah. watch you a little bit. That's all you need to do. You good. Yeah. I mean, I think that. This is goes back to like exactly to the point of like people choosing to be their awareness. Like I know that you guys are not millennials and you come in here and you're like, oh, the TVs have always been flat and they've always been able to hang on the wall. No, 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 sir. Like, come on. There has to be, you have to realize that there has been a time where we could not see black yeah. people on it. Like we had to go, we fortunately have one right. channel. We should have yeah. more than one channel, but. Yeah. To, in order to see more black people, it was you had to go one place. Like black people in the commercial, like that Thai commercial, really was. I mean, now it's more common. I mean, I'm suspicious of it though. Yeah, but now it's just like okay. Hmm. Hmm. Now it's you like know, especially yeah. that McDonald's, those McDonald's, McDonald's commercials right? on 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 BET. I never liked them because they always had black people acting a fool over some goddamn chicken. Extra, like I man, Mary J. My G out yeah, here, my, bro. My yeah. G out here yeah. singing in the rain over the chicken strips, like. McDonald's ain't never hit like that, bro. Yeah. I ain't never hit like that. All that, all that, but all that coonery and buffoonery started from like, you know, it started from us subscribing to it. You know what I mean? So a, a part of it is, it's our fault. You know what I mean? Like it's our fault, but at the same time, I, I think the fault of it goes to the higher ups. Yeah, because because it's a numbers game. Exactly. Yeah. Like you didn't have to like. And, you know, if we're keeping it a buck, we're keeping it two Virgils. You sold out. Yeah. Like that, that's what happened. And then, you know, all of this other shit came about, but just like, okay, people get mad about the BET awards. And it's just like, we had to make the BET awards because mm-hmm. we wasn't getting invited to the Grammys. No. We wasn't getting invited to the MTV music awards. Like no. that wasn't happening. No. So we made our own award show it's the same thing if i can't be invited to the table i'm gonna make my fucking own yeah and it's necessary you know what i mean and they all and 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 through the years uh i think they've always done a good job with the bet awards they've always done a really good job with the lifetime achievement award about giving flowers to to the people and they always do a really good job of um bringing in and involving gospel artists in bet awards and highlighting the the influential black people that we've lost yeah. within that year. Because the Grammys and it, and won't it do didn't you. have to all no, of yeah, them. all of them. They not just the, the big ones. They you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, Morgan Freeman died? What dog? Like, nah, dog. Like they would just skip over it. Like you, you gotta talk about the goat, man. You know what I mean? But they won't say nothing. They won't say nothing at all. They ain't talking about Dick Gregory. And Dick Gregory is you know what I mean? He ain't like he ain't just exclusively black. Like he's a Hollywood elite. Right. For mm-hmm. real. When it comes down to it, they didn't mention him at all. He died like a, a week before the Grammys in February. Or, they, or, the, or the Oscars or whatever. They, you know what I mean? Not, yeah. enough, not enough room in the slideshow, guys. Sorry. You yeah, know. man. Oh, they said we only have 30 seconds. Like, can't and, put him in there. And he, he's, like, he's Hugh Hefner's boy. You know what I mean? And right. 
they gave Hugh Hefner the love, and it's like, you know. And it'd be some insignificant, like, trumpet player from Italy, and they'd be like, rest in peace. I'd be like, duh, who know this man? You know what I mean? Like, but I don't right? know. I don't like, know. Like, oh, influential opera singer. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. Like, how many people are really rocking and listening to opera like that? On MTV. Legendary, you know what I'm saying? legendary jazz drummer from Arkansas that's 95. Like, dog, I don't... The Academy recognizes this guy? Okay, okay. I got cool, it. Cool, cool. So we had to make our own, and that's yeah. great, and... It's, it's influential. Yeah. At the same time, all at de, at a decline. So at, if going through the timeline, they sold Viacom. Uh, they sold to Viacom two thousand one, and they slowly started cutting a lot of their material. Material, I think, as of right now, as of what I can date back, one of the biggest cuts was college tours. Yeah. Cut about I think the. The farthest I can go back is 2014. It was yeah. the last like HBCU promotion, and since then, like there's crazy, been a big man. dip on P- HBCUs. It's crazy because that, like, for people like us out here in California, especially, and I've talked about this before. Like, yeah, I'm getting my degree through an HBCU, but if I'm really thinking about like my time in in high school or even you know community college and stuff. They're not highlighting no HBCUs to us, bro. Mm-mm, no, no. You will never know. Like, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. Especially and, uh, you know, here. Yeah, especially. And I, I'll, I'll take the blame. Like, I messed up, you know, because my family's from the South. So my grandmother always wanted me to go to Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're growing up in California. You got a you, California state of mind. You're a California girl. I'm like, you want me to go to Alabama? It's a long way. What? Yeah. By myself? <laughs> oh, no, man. But I promise you. You would have loved it. Oh my God! I've I've gone to as an adult gone to a Tuskegee uh, homecoming. Shit was the most lit event I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, amazing. And they're all the same. A fucking amazing. Yeah. Like mm. if you ever have a chance to go to Tuskegee's homecoming, do that shit. Yeah, man. Any HBCU homecomings? Howard. Yeah. All, all of them, and it's oh, just like, bro, like people would have been talking to me about this in like junior high. Middle school, you know, even elementary school, like my ass would have been gone. Yeah. And and you know, now it's even less and less knowledge being put out about that. Like BT's not doing it anymore. No. Um and BT was putting like kids on. Oh yeah. So right. going on those little college tours that they were doing, shit, that's where they found Terrence J and Roxy at. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they fucking got lifetime jobs now. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Like they were putting people on just like they had. We had our own version of uh, the real world. We had College Hill. College Hill, man. College Hill slapped. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, slapped yeah. was great. If it wasn't for College Hill, I would have no idea that there was a HBCU in, uh, what was that, the Caribbeans? Yeah. Yeah. Never. That never would have known. That ended everything, though. Hey, but they were lit, though. It was lit, yeah. Yeah, it was lit. You know, but it's like BT, like you said, they just kind of they fell in. The whole culture got hijacked. They victims too. You know what yeah. I mean? They just a part of the other slaughter that all happened to all of us. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? At least they got three billion out of it, I guess. You know what I mean? But other than that, like the culture got hijacked, man. Because mm-hmm. once they got rid of those college tours, the focus on black education just went went away with that. Like it used to be something to strive to to like get your kids into HBCU, like, or at least to some sort of college, like, mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like that's not even a goal no more. I don't think for black people. I, I don't. I hear about it. It's not we're bringing promotion. it. We we're bringing it back. We're I mean, bringing I, it back. I know there's back. the ones. That, we're trying to. You know, we we're know better. To. But yeah. like the general consensus of like it used to and be. It, it's a lack of knowledge, dude. Yeah. Like nobody knows. It used to be a thing to go to Black Spring Break. All right. Right. And the mm-hmm. only way you knew about Black Spring Break is if you was in college. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you couldn't just be you no know, outside of regular. You know. Right. Because you had to know something, you know what I mean, to go pull up in them spots, you know what I mean? Uh, Spring bling? All that. Yeah, it was ratchet, but like... But that shit looked amazing. Yeah. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And there's other stuff that comes with that. There's a culture that comes with that. That's how we do on Spring Break, man. Don't even trip. You know what I mean? And, you know, to understand the rivalries between different black universities, you know what I mean? To understand the battle of the bands. And what all that means and the importance and how far back, you know, that stuff go back two, three hundred years. You know what I mean? For real, for real. And true that. And I think one of the things was like drumline, and I was like, oh man, when this movie came out, like, whoa, this is a whole thing. Yeah, it's a thing. What? Yeah. Oh my. And it's then like I, after I think after two years later, I was like, wait, is this still going on? Are they still doing? It's still like, happening to this day, but it's like you know, there's no coverage. Wait, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No coverage between like if we didn't have movies like Drumline, even Stomp the Yard, mm-hmm. right. like Stomp, yeah, like Stomp Man. the Yard was like fraternity. Fraternity, they had black, black fraternities, fraternities and yeah. sororities. Yeah. Like I thought this was for fucking Chad and Sarah. No, like we gotta join no, no, them. No, 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 no. Like the Divine Nine, what? Yeah, it's a big deal. Like, AKAs? Ah, oh, come on. That's, that's got to be the first one you mentioned. Who? Anyways. Maybe fine ones in there. My auntie's an AKA, man. So it's oh, like, man, no man. Deltas? My, 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 one of my, my, my homies, my best friend, his wife's a Delta. I, I, you know. Rep. Delta gang, for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, Once again, ain't, ain't no until. Hey, no, but all of all that camaraderie, all that, you know what I mean? Um, what, what comes with that, you know what I mean? Was very televised and promoted through BT. Right. You know what I mean? It had you want to be a Q where you was like, I like, I turned 19. I'm a, I'm, I'm a maker sci-fi. Like what's happening? You know what I mean? Nice. But at least inspired to, to know more about it. You know, maybe, maybe right. I might not make it. You know what I mean? But. I'm gonna try. I'm at least try. I know that they exist. Like now, these kids have no idea what what a kappa is. Right? Yeah. A noob. Have no idea. They just like be out there imitating dances and everything. Yeah. Like Ooh, get your ass whooped. Speak, man. So I'm still <laughs> waiting. I'm waiting for people to jump on Chris Brown. Yeah. I know y'all see him out there strolling, yeah. doing the shimmy. I'm like, yo, this ain't allowed. Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> the disrespect is at an all time high. Yeah, Man. like you can't just be out here shimmying, bro. And then people talking about like, oh well, his uh, his choreographer is a kappa. Oh, he getting kicked out for show, for show. Yeah, you didn't gave up the trade seat. You did. Oh, and you get Boosie? out. The boozy, the trying to go for the kappas right? too. Yeah, bro. And then people, I like. I'll that's show what I'm you. I'll show you. Uh, show me how okay. to do this shit. Bro, no, bro, man. you didn't do the time. You ain't part of the gang. Like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, continuing on to the timeline, they release their partnership with Stars for Black Stars. They increase their movie productions. I think the last one, I think they've been producing one movie per year. Their most recent one was What a Man Wants. It's that uh, Taraj P. Henson and basically reverse What Women Want, but she can hear oh, all BT the men. Oh, BT made that? They they partnered with. That's part of the okay. They got money in that. Okay, 
Did that you see was, the movie? No, I ain't. You know, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I'm not here. I, I, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Nah. So, I don't know. It uh, didn't look no. the greatest. It wasn't, that, it wasn't that great. It was clearly slap comedy of just like, men it's are nasty. Those, oh, my god! One of those uh, Tyler Perry productions. I don't think it is. Six Days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then when we and Pratt were talking about, they slowly were decreasing the number of music video programs. The one mm-hmm. in particular we were talking about was Rap City. Man. Rap City, Rap City. Basement. First, it was, they got rid of Cedar. Cedar was gone. Mm-hmm. And you still had, you still had uh, Rap City and you still had 106 in Park. And mm-hmm. then they realized, you know, the cl- the kids are flocking more to 106 in Park. So they was like, big ticket, you got to go, my guy. Yeah. Well, and that and, and, and Rap City was more so for like like people like me like who are heads. big yeah big on lyrics and stuff like oh, yeah. that like I lived for Rap City like we that was did. my shit yeah. freestyling like what yeah I'll, to this day I watch uh, episodes of it on YouTube oh, like yeah, shit's great but like they realize like oh we ain't really you know what I mean we're not really getting too much money out of this you know yeah this is true. not it's not something that's that's lining our pockets but this 106 and park thing you know we got the kids tuning in every day after school yeah I mean for the, right on that true I mean for the most part I think like like what you said I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors to go along with the ending of like rap city and some people said like, "Oh, you know, just just big tickets time." It's like, mm. nah. "Oh, well, YouTube nah. came and you know we can't no, compete it with the on demand." It wasn't. Nah, they did the way they ended One Hundred Six in Park and the way they ended Rap City. That shit was trash. Yeah, like all people, all the people who really watched that show, those shows know that there was some trifling shit that occurred. Yeah. Cause if it was just like, Oh, you know, big ticket, big ticket. He wants to expand his horizon and go somewhere else. My G wouldn't have been crying, bro. Yeah. Crying on the episode. Dog is crying on the last episode of one Oh six in park. Well, not the last, last episode, but the last episode with AJ and free yeah. free wasn't even there. Yeah. Free was on the phone. Yeah. AJ was talking to her. AJ crying on the couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like a person came out the um like a uh like a producer mm-hmm. came out the crowd yeah. and gave him a hug and stuff. Like, come on. If that stuff was, you know, they're growing out of their positions and they it's time they wouldn't be acting like that. No, they would have had jobs lined up, which they didn't. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those you know are, I, mean? I haven't oh, right. I haven't I've seen, seen Free since really. Free, uh, what, I think on the phone on that in that episode, he was like, Oh, Free's Free's website's gonna be up soon. I was like, yeah. wait, what? Upsetting. Yeah, no, they didn't have no job. And Free Free was an artist. You yeah, feel she, me? She like had bars. Free had bars. Yeah. And they yeah. was like, they was trying to keep her down from not producing music. Like her whole focus was that damn show. Yeah. And then and whatever, whatever. She didn't want to, you know, do do the puppet dance for people. And then it was just like, oh, don't bring your ass back here. Yeah. And it, it was a power struggle. Like I, I really the the cult the culture could it was in between going two ways at the year 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. Like either we was going to all be like, you know, outcast AT aliens, mm-hmm. like Afro futuristic Negroes, or we was going to be straight, you know, trap gods. Like it was, and which if we seen what happened, you right. know what I mean? We all became trap gods. Only a few <laughs> was be, became AT aliens, but like, right. you know what I mean? There was a focus on that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's when they put in that, that lie about the video programming wasn't 
wasn't doing so good. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now they were watching it. It was a data pool. It's like, look, you know what I mean? The bars that these kids are rapping about and these freestyles coming off the top that are unreleased music that we can't even make no money off of. It was the mixtape scene. Like mm-hmm. dudes was coming to the booth and dropping mixtape verses for free. Free. And like, and like changing yeah. the world, like lyrically, like right there on the spot. Right, and it was on nowhere to be sold. This was a one time. Right here. This is all you get. Like this is BT. Tune in. It's the only time you're going to hear these verses is right here. It's mm-hmm. not coming out of no song. And like they saw that, and you know, like label execs are like, we're losing money. Yeah. Like we can't let our talent go and give away nothing for free without us getting paid for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, then, would you say like either because because you see them now on radio shows doing freestyle? You know, one six, not one six, but like Breakfast one, Club, Breakfast Club, Sway. whatever. Yeah, Sway, like, yeah. Sway, free and. They ain't making money, but they're, but like, it's they're not, getting increased. It's not the same thing as the free It's structure. not. And it's the majority verse, of them things it's a is verse from, it's, Yeah, it's a verse from, from the yeah. upcoming album as a promo. Literally. As, as promo. It's, especially with these young artists. That's these all young kids. Yeah. Can't none um, of them freestyle. Yeah. They can't. None Some. Little Dicky B. He has a little thing. Don't mean to. I might get a strike for mentioning why. Yeah, you might. Podcast, but and, uh, he got a flow. Yeah, he, he got There's some dudes that can, you know what I mean? But like, but but if we're we're speaking like a generalization, mm-hmm. majority of these cats out here now cannot freestyle. Like their freestyle is some shit that they wrote and they memorized yeah. it. It's on the upcoming album. And so then uh after after BT the basement was, you know, out transitioned out and they bought in mm-hmm. uh you know, Bonus Sister Park had Freestyle Friday, dog. That was there was stars. Freestyle, there was Freestyle stars. Friday was amazing, bro. Stars. Amazing. There's dudes to this the day that chains. have a name because of Freestyle. Jen? Jen the rapper, Paperboy? Oh, oh, yeah. Jen? I'm sorry. <laughs> bro, I was a Jen fan, but his written <laughs> stuff sucks. I'm going to just go out there and put it out there. Because that, mm. that was the Because he, yeah. he, could, he could freestyle his ass off. Yeah. Boy was a beast. Boy, a beast. So it was like either we're going to oh, go like God. on some real artistry and let these dudes run wild with the art, or we're going to control it, and this is what they put out. And, you know, we went to the controlled route. Everybody went the controlled route. Artists signed up to have a controlled environment. You know what I mean? Like, I want I want to be rich. I want to have records on the radio. And it's like, okay, we can make that happen. You know what I mean? And that's why a lot of them aren't, didn't make it. Nope. Cause they like, yeah, I can, I can do a freestyle battle. Yeah. You feel me? Like I can, I can win those. But then it came down like, all right, here's a pen and a pad. I need you to write some, make some a song. Shit. Yeah. I need, I need, you know, 16s. I need a chorus. I need a verse. I need three verses, a hook. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wait, what? You can't rap I was on just, B? I'm a, I'm going to just put this, I was just going, you know, put this two minute freestyle on there and give it a title and no, no, y'all don't want that. No. Yeah. We don't want that. And then too, I feel like, you know, we saw an, an early BET and especially early 106 and park is how they really, they had the formula and the algorithm on how to pander to black people. And really, oh, for sure. and really, when they had Tom Cruise come out there, remember when Tom Cruise came out? Random. It was a wrap. It was like, okay, they they, they done broke the code. All they got to do is bring the white dude on the black show 
Yeah, and it would always they would have like and really we, random yeah. ass people come on. Like yeah. it'll be like a month or so, and we got like you know Promotion. you see Bow Wow, you see Jay Z, you see just like hella B two K on there. And you're like, oh okay, and then it'll be like tomorrow Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah, like bro, and it's just like wait, what? Right. Cameron Diaz? Man, she Why is she there. gonna be there? Hey, but you know, <laughs> if you got tickets to sell, you know who gonna buy them? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and they figured it out. They broke the algorithm back then. Like. Look, all we gotta do is is is, is break these people in, man. White people, black people love white people, for real, for real, and they'll make they'll make it a situation for all black people to love white people. I remember that used to be one of my goals to like go to New York and be in the audience of 106 and Park. Wait, want, so another thing about 106 and Park, how come they always said they had record numbers, a number of viewers? Like, oh, we broke records for our viewers bro, they, again. They did. They did though. They did. It's the just, numbers that they did ain't even counted. What? That's how I feel about dude. The reach of 106 and Park and, and BT was nuts. You can't even you can't think about it. We're talking about the early 2000s. Like the rating system is not was not accurate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was they was getting that from like your cable box. Oh yeah. And you know back in then this was like when you had the straight plug to your TV. We didn't yeah. have smart TV to report back what was watching. Right. You know what I mean? And think about how many people when you watch Rap City in the basement was you watching it by yourself? Oh no, we, we was deep. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just At least five, six of us just... watching the sitcom. We weren't even talking. You know what I mean? Like, think about that. And then when you went to school the next day, you were spreading the word. The conversation was only one thing. You know, it wasn't. We weren't talking about TRL. And then you go back two and look clip. at YouTube, and then just those numbers shoot up too. What'd you say now? You go back to you. Go home. YouTube. Oh dang! Watch Lil Wayne. Go. And back. you see the YouTube numbers be lying. You know what I mean? YouTube is only about, um, it only counts a view f- from like your, um, your IP address. So once your IP address views it, that's, that's one view. If you watch it again, it don't count as another view from the IP address. Oh shit. Yeah. So if you watch it, if you watch it on your phone 30 times, it only counts for one view. You know what I mean? So, you know, all those, these videos been seen way more than what we could possibly, you know, fathom. That shit's nuts. Yeah, man. Okay, so then heavy critiques of BT and how they handle their business. There's also been like a big history of critiques from other people about how BT, their programming, whether it be racist or just how it's tailored or how it further emphasizes black spirits, stereotypes. Dr. Boyce Watkins, your boy that you was mentioning on the list, Aaron Magruder, which we know. Because he has two episodes talking shit about BET. Yeah. And Spike Lee. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about how BET portrays black people? I mean, now... Well, even back then. Uh, back then, to a certain degree, was popping. But now, no. Yeah. Like, if, if we look at from the inception of BET, then it's just like, okay, of course we were painted in a positive light. Cause it was like, you know, that was just the time of, you know, let's uplift our people. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it wasn't necessarily like, yeah, I'm sure he thought about the money at first, but then, you know, he also was focusing on how many black people he could reach and point painting us in a, a positive light. So, I don't know. I I feel like they did a good job at first, and then as the time has gone on, 
And especially with the buyouts and everything like that, it, it went downhill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not even like a, that's not even exclusive to BT. That's just probably the image of black people across the In board. General. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's doing a really good job of putting a good representation of us out there. True. I definitely feel like they definitely sold they sold their soul in a sense of just like, you know what, this is what's selling this, what people are getting the views. So like, yeah, let's put Medea mm-hmm. on more. Let's take away well, that's some a, of these other programs. I, and you know, those decisions aren't made by black people. You know what I mean? That don't, worry, that's yeah. that's post the guy who uh Robert Johnson, Bob Johnson, who who's the original owner, you know, I don't I don't necessarily if he was to continue running BT, some of those things probably wouldn't happen like that. Right. But I mean, also it is business, and once you're in the corporate world, you're playing by different rules. So it ain't no telling. You know, three billion's a lot. Three billion was a lot back then. Right. It's a lot. It's it was even more then than it is now. You know what I mean? And that's a. You know, he probably became. He. I don't know what his status as first now, black yeah. billionaire is, but. Um, he's got to be in the top ten. You know what I mean? To, to reach that. Sure. Um. And what he's done, what he's done with his money afterwards, you know what I mean, remains to be seen. Um, I think he's still pretty much a stand-up guy. He, he's out here making a case for reparations right now, you know, but he's also sitting on $3 billion, so I don't know what kind of case you can really make. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know, it's tough. Like, but I, think- I, can't, I can't blame mm-hmm. BT for the shortcomings and the stereotypes. That, yeah, because at the same time, you have to look at like, yeah, we expect more of you. But at the same time, they're still battling the same battles that we have on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. They're still like, yeah, it would have been great if they talked more about like mental health and toxic masculinity within the black community. But for being real, a lack of education is the whole reason why we have those issues within yeah. the black community. So, mm-hmm. and when I say education, I'm not saying like, you know, at the university level or whatever the case may be. It's just the fact that we don't know. Yeah. We didn't know we had these issues or we knew we had these issues, but we handled it like black people have always handled them. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have the, he had that same mindset, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was like, yeah, I want to, I want to depict my people in a positive light. But at the same time, you know, we don't necessarily know how to do that because we are too busy sweeping a lot of stuff under the rug and mm-hmm. not dealing with it up front. Right. Or even in a sense, yeah. I think also to your point is like there, we were all in communities where it was just, you know, we know it on our block mm-hmm. and we think it's only, it only stays on our block and this is what we're only dealing with. But right. What across happens the in world, this house stays in this house. Yeah. yeah. And then across the world, we don't know it's also happening in California and blocks and, Right. Across multiple states. and It's a common thing type deal, yeah. And another thing I was going to say, too, about Robert Johnson is that, um, you know, he might not necessarily know the direction that Viacom was going to take his former company. True. You know what I mean? Uh, I also feel like he worked he worked it for 20 years and he hit a ceiling. Mm-hmm. And wasn't he, I want to say, wasn't he sick? No, he's still as well. Maybe I don't no, know. No, but I, I, I think like in the time of like the passing the torch, because it went from him to what is it, Deborah Lee? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost certain that at the time of like the passing the torch, he was going through some health issues too. That, that you know that does sound familiar. Now that you say that, um, but you know you might he might have hit a ceiling. Like, look, dude, you can't. You this is all you're gonna get out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like, 
and and that's a good price. You know what I mean? To right, and maybe he was looking at it like, damn. I mean, I just need a new, a fresh set of eyes on here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, and I did all I can do. There's nothing else. To yeah, do. he might have just had a creative block and just been done. He reached his point, or just a corporate block. You know how it is. Like, dude, we're only gonna let you. We're not gonna let right. you get this, the the rest of the, this this black propaganda off like the way you want to. So you know, like, like yeah, we invited you to the table, but we don't necessarily want you to sit here with us. Nah, like you could sit at the kids' table. And it might have been something that wasn't necessarily said. It's just something he might he might have picked up on that. And it's like, look, man, this ain't this ain't a winning situation. <laughs> or or if I stay in any longer, it can turn into a losing situation. Like, what if he stayed right. in it and he was still the head of it right now? You know what I mean? How, you think BT's worth three billion right now? I think I'd, six. I'm about to Google it right double now. Double it, and also Robert Robert Johnson's currently at worth at six hundred million at the moment. But at the same time, I still feel like looking at what we have. I think it could easily be three times. Market it the right way. Yeah, because right now, if you look, go ahead and look at the schedule for. <laughs> the lineup, yeah. per se, of BET right now, Martin, Fresh Prince, they obtained The Cleveland Show. Wow. Two movies, Martin, and then Martin, Fresh Prince. Yeah. I mean, they, they never had great programming. I mean, back in the day, it used to be like, do you wake up in the morning? What would be on in the morning in BET? Nothing, I don't think. They didn't have nothing in the morning. I think it was like some talk show or something like that. Uh, Sundays they hate. Or they would just have music videos playing. Nah, they didn't play music videos until a certain time, until like Cita came on at like two. It wasn't playing all day like that. We're just like, there wasn't enough music videos out there to play like that. It was it was some form of like a rerun. I, f- I feel like it was just mad like infomercials. I feel like it was Cleo all day long until like until Cedar's World came on. They had something they had something in there. Something. Something. And then cause I feel like BT for the longest was only for like afternoon programming. They didn't have nothing going on that you could see like original programming during the day. That was never their thing until like the afternoon. They tried well because they tried to do some different like shows. There are quite a few little low-key talk shows that just did not do well. Nah, but I remember that. I remember, what I remember, it was like Cedar's World, Rap City, 106 Apart. Came after, yeah. And then it was uh, like Video Soul or like a little video, little joint from like 6 to Mm 7. And then like Comic View, like 7 to 8 or... I think it was a little bit Somewhere in there. Or 8 to 9. And then it was BT News for like 30 minutes. And then it was, then it was a rap. Rap. And they would throw some, uh, they would throw some Soul Train on there. It'd be little shows here and there, and then it'd be uncut. Uncut came on at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But in between like ten and one, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't like they had like a. It was random. It, it was, was. It was the the loud ass infomercial selling those. They uh, was paying bills. Those CDs. Oh my the god. CDs. <laughs> Tell me how am I supposed to be? <laughs> I'm dead. I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> You can't tell me you ain't never woke up to one oh, of those. Just like, wake up and turn it right off. <laughs> that dude would be singing his heart out. Like, damn, take him back. Who's that? Michael McDonald? Who's that? I think so, yeah. yeah. 
He would. Oh my god. Yo, my sibling does the best impersonation of that dude. I swear, I'll be in tears. I'm hurt. I wish I had. They had, and they would be like that. And the Luther Vandross here and now, he would come on there right there. He would say commercial. He really would, and it would just be on that part like here and now, hella loud. Oh my god, I got to find that commercial. Play for X. Ah, he don't know. He don't know. Oh my it, all I can think about is how somebody made a meme of that using that uh, that kid from fucking Monsters Inc. The black kid uh, when he was asleep and he just sits up and he's just looking around like what the fuck? Like that's exactly how you would wake up to that shit. Man, fall asleep on the couch and just like tell me how like that little laugh. But yeah, they was paying bills, man. BT was paying bills. Uh, one they way or were. another, I mean, they're doing a whole they lot were. of better than. Uh, What's, what is that show? Is it TV One? Yeah, with, you talking about another network with black stuff on it? Yeah, TV One. Yeah, TV, TV One. Bro, TV One ain't never had an they, original show they in should. their lives. I never watched TV One. It's all reruns, it's but that's new, where you'll catch Marvel. Uh, yeah. That's where you'll catch uh, the Steve Family Harvey Matters. show. Sanford and Son. Yeah. yeah. Hey, BT used to play Sanford and Son. I know I, that for sure. I'm with it. You know what yeah. I mean. I, I like that for this. Oh, wait. Thing, so. B, so TV1 had a Trump commercial on it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, on oh, the same forks. What? Yeah. I caught it more than one time. Plus, their commercials be dumb long. They like probably buy too. Minutes. They might be. I'm going to look that up. They probably all Viacom. VH1, MTV, BT. It's the same right. channel. It's right. All the same. Same owner. Same. It's like, I'm going a, I'm to a get you one way or another. I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> It was an attack on the culture, man. We didn't see it coming. <laughs> we didn't know it was war like that. We didn't know it was war like that. Like we didn't know the um we didn't know the uh, some people did, but like dude the the what ha- what what happened with hip hop, man, that was unforeseen. You know, people didn't expect hip hop to make it out of the eighties. And here we are, twenty twenty. It's the longest Running uh, genre of all time, you know what I mean? Nothing is it is it hip hop though? Whatever we want to well, call it. We still got we still got some hip hop artists. Yes, well, I'll, I'll, I'll rock with it. I'll yeah, with it. and also like there's production styles and there's a um, beat banking. Yeah, producing DJing yeah. is still real. Ghostwriting. Um, whether or not you know avenues. There's 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 there's, there's seeing isn't so so. It's not what it used to be. No, like none of it. Like, but I remember like BT was. Heavy on the five elements of the, of hip hop, and it was like the culture was being taught on BT back in the day. It was. It, it was being taught be. everywhere. Actually, it still could be, but that's where I, that's where I feel like the value is. That's where I say, you know what, three three trillion, shit, it could be nine, could be ten, because we could still be serving up. Yeah, on BET, maybe even more. Yeah, we gotta know. Our, we gotta know our worth. We just didn't go exactly. That's what it comes down mm-hmm. to. If everybody, if if all the corporates and the execs of BET had Master P's mindset, we'd be in the game, right? We'd now. be in the game. Hey, speaking of know your words, side note: I did a little research the other day. Um, I just want to add this in there. Go ahead. I was doing the knowledge on uh, slavery in the slavery in the early eighteen hundreds. I don't know how I got in this. <laughs> I've been trying to find out what was going on in America before the Revolutionary War. Right. So I'm trying to go back. But anyway, I only I was I was about 1800, and I came across this on like Wikipedia about um, 
what the value of a slave was in Missouri, where I'm from, in the 1800s, like 1803. Right. So I'm going to ask you, what do y'all think a slave was worth in Missouri in 1803? One slave, male. Healthy. 100 grand? Not, not quite, but... Like 20 bucks? In today's term, yeah. Really? $1,300. $1,300? Think about how much... Think about how much was $1,300 in 1803, right? So I looked looked it up, right? Yeah. The state auditor recorded there was $44 million worth of slaves in Missouri in 1803. $44 million. In Missouri. In in 1803 money? Yeah. 1803. Oh, shit. Yeah. I I kept reading it. Like, hold on. Do they mean today's money or then money? It was the, the auditor, the state legend, the state auditor... Wrote it out that forty four million dollars of slaves, which equates which equates to about thirty thousand slaves at, at like that thirteen hundred dollar price point or something like that, right? Bro, that today translates after inflation into like a billion, no, a trillion. It's nine hundred billion dollars. All right, so I'm gonna need reparations. That's now. in Missouri. That's in, me in Missouri. My money, that's in Missouri. And that's, I was like, that is the value of just a slave. And not like, in like a like a water based or rather close to water city. We're talking so like if you go to like Lynchburg, dude, and like, bro, I'm about to email somebody. Uh, run me my coins. Run the coins and like run them. We are really worth more if they have that. If slave masters put forty four million dollars worth of value on slaves in Missouri in eighteen hundred, like what is what? But then still one third of vote. Dude, that Louisiana purchase was half the United States, and that was for five million dollars around that same time. Madness. You know what I mean? Like, bro, if we was worthless, we'd have been dead. Like, there's a value to our our, our existence that we are not comprehending. Oh. You know what I mean? And that that was kind of alarming to me because I was like, yo, I've never seen... See, Patrick, you got to stop coming on the show. You be making me mad every episode, I've never seen... I be charged up after Patrick Beyond. (laughs) I've never seen $44 million written on anything in 1803. And that's what just... That's why I was like, wait, 1803 money or now money? I had to double check, yo. Like, yo... 1803 money. Crazy, man. $44 million in 1803 money. Yeah. That's why I'm like, thir- you said $1,300. I'm like, that's balling, though. That's super balling. 1800 Bro, we talking about how- houses cost a cool 150 You know what I mean? Like, you talking about you bought 10 houses in one person. Like, come on. like. And then let's get the next one. I got money to spend on y'all. <laughs> I need a whole family. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm going to start breeding y'all and start... Exactly. And that's exactly what they was doing. Making y'all for free and hitting licks. Come on, man. I'm going to take the strongest woman and the strongest man. Yo. Doing basic poor man uh, genetics. Because I was also going like, okay, did we lose that value? You know what no. I mean? And I was like, if we lost that value, we'd have been dead. Like, we just locked mm-hmm. up. But we still worth the same amount of money. Oh, man, because what was the quote? I think if they said they said uh, today, if we if we were able to rebalance that wage gap for African Americans, or at least get them equally in every different sector, yeah, our economy would go up for eight trillion. I think that's what they said too, bruh. So bro. We got so much bread, dog. Oh, somebody need to write me a check and stop playing with me before I get mad. Yeah. It's not even funny no more. And yet they're, it's they're not. It's like, consistently working on 
an initiative to block all of this information from being taught in the schools? What is that? Because they're they're afraid that people like literally the one thing that all of this boils down to that one thing that people or the higher ups are afraid of is the day that black people stop beefing with each other and yeah. rise up and take some shit back. Like yeah. that's why they shaking in their boots now. Yeah. Talk talking about all oh, the riots and the protests and blah blah blah. Like that ain't even really us. Majority of the people rioting is yeah. non African American. Just imagine if we really get pissed off one day and do some shit. No, nah, he's it's a rap. He said it. Uh J. Edgar Hoover said the number one threat to the security of the United States was black unity and the yeah. the black family. It stands to this day. We're talking to about this day. We're talking about three people unarmed is the number one threat to the United States. Right. A black man, a black woman, and a black child with with no money. <laughs> <laughs> barely barely getting by. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just the, just imagine if we have a little bit of knowledge, oh a little God. bit of money behind us. You're, it's, it's a, a rap, rap, bro. It's a rap. So once again, but it's not even is, a rap. It's not even a rap. Like, and I think man. it's a fear of like. Somehow that we think they think we're going to return all this hatred that's been. Yeah, I, I think I think in, in like white people's mind that like if we somehow unite and, you know, yeah. you know, we'd be talking big shit like, oh, we're going to take back what's ours. They think that we are going to do it the way they either, did it. Yeah. Like we're going to put uh-huh. them in concentration camps or plantations black supremacy we're not even capable of that kind of evil right yo. bro right like we gonna we gonna load these motherfuckers up in boats and send y'all back like no bro, for what like, you know what I mean? like what no no i i want to have oh, equal man. rights equal pay i want to be respected as a human being yeah we're not fucking evil like y'all was like your ancestors was. yo you still could come to the cookout it's like you know what i'm saying just don't be acting stupid because then we're going to slap you. Yeah. But other than that. And we're not going to jail for that. after, after Exactly. The, that's all we want. That, that, that's what we want. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. So at the same time, do you feel like, I mean, instead of like PBS, we do like a whole black documentary that could have been on BET. Do you feel like that was one of the things we're like, no, nah, no. Nah. You gotta um, shut this down immediately. Well, I mean, like, you know, Hidden Colors, you think Hidden Colors could have been on BET? That would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh. That'd have been great. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. I mean, Beethoven Black. I mean, I might. That might have exploded my mind a little bit. But. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whether it's true or not, all the documentaries we see on TV, all that stuff got fake, false narratives in it. You Stretches, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I. I think he was black. So. <laughs> oh, oh, clearly, clearly black. Clearly, yeah. clearly, yeah. like, hey, I'ma just you know, let's be real. We we I, stay dropping the beats. Yeah, we just, I, I stopped debating. Everything on this planet Earth is black when it comes down I, to it. Facts. Yeah, you're not going to convince beats. me. Any kind of food. We do. Hey, my boy didn't name himself Beethoven for no reason. You feel oh, me? Man. He's the greatest too. Right. He's yeah. from Bay Area too. Yeah, he is. Hey, when he get to playing that organ in the background, I, I get so happy sometimes. Beethoven. Man, he got the man. best. I don't know how he came up with that one, but. Cool. Because he knew, bro. <laughs> That's he, he nice on the yeah. on the keys. I can I can't he lie is. about that. I've always been, and the, but it makes you think. Like, really, what other you know? I don't mean to toot our horns, but that's us. It's Music, everything. That's us. <laughs> it's, let's be real. It's right, everything. Let's, it's let's, beyond. It's beyond the scope <laughs> of our imagination. To be honest with you, when it comes down to our origins and how we created what it is that we know today, that all comes back to one of us. Like hands down, 
<laughs> All right, let's bring it home. So where where should we be at with BET currently? Um, at this point, I'm like, it ain't even necessary no more to to rely on an outside source for information in 2020. Mm. You know what I mean? We should be getting to it on our own. You know, you don't need a, a large cable network to deliver propaganda to you to make you feel good about yourself. There's plenty of there's plenty of it out here. You know what I mean? And I mean you go Instagram and and be blackity black black, blackity black black real quick. <laughs> real and, quick. And, and a span of two hashtags, you know what I mean? Like you good. And then Twitter, Twitter is Yeah. So it's like you don't necessarily I mean, we got a whole black Twitter. When's the last time y'all watched anything on BT? It's been years. I mean literally like like I outside of like uh, the BT Awards, in which I did not watch this year. Okay, I tell you what, I was I, watching. I fell asleep. The probably this probably about like the uh, the uh, the Real Husbands of Hollywood with Kevin Hart and them. That <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious. It was like a parody of of parodies. Like they were, oh, they man. knew they were they clowning. Were you know what I mean? Yeah. Like at first, I was like, this can't be for real. But like, yo, they they for real can't yeah. be for real about not being for real. This is hilarious. <laughs> This is like a double entendre of stupidness. Like I'm with it. Uh, I will say mine's most recent. I think pre quarantine February March. I checked out their two shows, so Twenties and uh, Boomerang. You watched the Twenties. I had to. I had to check it out. Oh man! And I was like insecure uh, for BT. How was it? It was cool. It was like okay. Ew. I can see how this is some new. Some new. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, that's the first time I heard of it. Boomerang. Twenties? Twenties. Yeah. Yeah, they dropped a little their commercial was serious. I think they when they dropped the ad, like Oh man, early on. I think it was like no wait, big. It was during like the final uh See, okay. The All Star game or something like that. I'm not the biggest fan of Lena Wade. Nah, me neither. Queen Slam has some questions. Now you good, you got it. (laughs) Because people are just like, Lena, woo! Like going crazy, and I'm just like I mean, I don't really rock with her, but y'all, you know, uh-huh. I'll support. The shot is people. dope. The shot, the shot is still rolling. Nah. Still pretty good. You even watching? I haven't seen any episodes you ain't, of that either. Uh, this season was trash, man. Oh, I haven't started. That's it. what I heard. Everything. That's what I heard. A lot of people were just like, "Boo!" Everything, man. The whole black agenda is a wrap this year, man. And like, um, insecure <laughs> was great in terms okay. of like, in terms of like the corporate mainstream ideology of what it is to be black in America yeah. in 2020. Kingsters, Chicago, yeah. It's a rap, bro. It's a rap. Like, right. they have gotten rid of what it is to be a normal black person. We got to either be extra the or two like, extremes or like really Yeah, opposite. there's no in the middle for us. That's what our problem is. So you feel like you feel like insecure is an extreme? No, I like Insecure. Um, it, I was like, I feel like Insecure is pretty, pretty regular. No, nah, people hate on Insecure. I, insecure is uh, it, it deals with a lot, and it shows. It does, and people do really hate on it. And I'm yeah, just like, bro, I don't it's because it. y'all, y'all are used to all that extra fake shit. Like, <laughs> nah, like the whole thing with like, um, you know, there's a, a level of like how Molly is a little bit more educated than Issa. 
Yeah. And how her group of friends kind of looked down on Issa, like you ain't really, you know, you ain't go to this law school type thing. Like that exists in the black community, hard body. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know for what sure. I mean? That exists and in all communities, really. I shouldn't even just be exclusive to us. That white people do that to each other too. That ain't nothing mm, new to but nothing. But it's like a different twist there. Um, you know what I mean? Lawrence with the chicks and the, and the baby on the side. Like, yeah, it got <sighs> hurt. Yeah. Okay, continue. It was, <laughs> it was, um, yeah. And Sidebar. It's, and it's like pro heterosexual. I like that. That is, they're keeping it, um, they're keeping a good man and woman relationship alive. Sidebar. So, you know, watch the show. Obviously, cannot stand convalescent home. Um, what's her name? Condola. Condola, whatever. <laughs> convalescent home. You <laughs> don't like her. <laughs> Uh, I for, I was calling her something else too. I forget. Condolences. No, no. I had like a completely different one that nobody ever said. Anyways, um, oh, Gorgonzola. That's what I was calling her. <gasps> Gorgonzola. <laughs> um, so at the the season ended with her telling Lawrence that she was pregnant, so on and so forth, right? Yeah. And so we've all been like, damn. I hope season five. Or whatever season it's about to be. Five, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Hope season five, like, she decides she don't want the baby or something happened, right? Bruh, yesterday was the Emmys, and I follow Issa on Instagram, and she was, like, showing everybody, why is she know. really pregnant, bro? Yeah. In real life. So yeah, I'm like, is. great, this bitch gonna really be pregnant <laughs> on the show. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> Bro, they're never recording. They're doing a table If they reading. filmed it, though, I don't know if they're filming it right they're now. Filming. They're not filming right yeah. now, but I just feel like at some point it's going to be like, you know, she's still going to have that little postpartum weight or something. Yeah, yeah. she about I'm to like, pop. I'm just like, God damn it, Gorgonzola. You just had to ruin everybody's life. Yeah. Just had to. Hater. Yeah. But anyways, continue. Um, but yeah, as in terms of where we need to be at, you know what I mean? Um, oh, snap. Black people, you need to get out and find your own sources of information. It's tough out here. It's a, uh, um, it's a challenge. But I mean, we should, if anything, to be taught us don't, don't be relying on anybody else to deliver your information for you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, it definitely could be secondhand. It could be, you know, we should be taking initiative to get out there. Yeah, and if, still, if there's a corporate interest involved, it ain't in your best interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's only they're only there to make money off of you, which I ain't mad at them for that. That's what they're there to do. They got to make that bread, but. Don't be acting like you're teaching me something at the same time when you got money motivation. So, you know, we'll go read. We need to read more. Get our reading game up. Um, I'm going to say the opposite. Oh. I think it is still needed um, because at the end of the day, we do have like, yes, we do need to go out and find our own information and look things up and do our own research. But let's be real. We're us three on this podcast we're we're a little different here facts the majority of the african-american community is not going to do that they're not going to seek the knowledge like that um even if it is as simple as going on twitter or going on instagram they're still not going to put in the effort so i feel like bet is still needed in that aspect because it did inform us about a lot of things that were going on and there are some people that that is their only source of mm-hmm knowledge coming in so Mm -hmm. things like especially like right now um with the election coming up i know that 
when I first started voting, when I first became of age, I can vividly remember BT, like 106 in Park and everything, talking about how important it is to go out and vote yeah. and how we should get registered and things like that. And it made it like seem like, okay, like, yeah, I should do this. Not some like, oh, I'm going to just do it because my mama said so. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, I don't, I don't think we really have that so much anymore. Yes, we have the stars saying it, but our celebrities and our community or whatever, they're saying it on Instagram or whatnot. But I feel like we still need that platform. Mm -hmm. They need to do a better job. They're not doing a great job at it at all right now. We don't have too many good things on that network, but they need to they need to run it back and get back to get back to BT in its prime. Mm -hmm. That would be great. And I feel like it would benefit our community the most if it was back in that time. Yeah, I think for the most part, for me, it's been. I can say, yeah, we would need a. I would love to still have like a black channel. To Patrick's point, like, yeah, you know, I think it needs to be revamped. It's, it's, I don't know about revamp at this at this point. I'm kind of like it's 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 hit the ground. It's tanked. I don't in a sense. I don't know what they would need to do in order to reverse. Well, so you think? In so you sense. think the the label, the title of BET is just tainted? Like if they were going to revamp, they would have to completely rebrand themselves and come with a different name and all of that. Well, yeah, it's me. all about programming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what any n- news channel or TV network is about programming. They program you to think, feel, mm-hmm. and essentially the end result is to buy and purchase a certain way. That's what all TV channels are, in my opinion, are, exist for. It's for you to. It's for your purchasing power. You know what I mean? So um, if we can identify something that was worth buying, um, that we could re-engineer and reorganize the programming to make us program to, to, for that overall goal, you know what I mean? Then that's something different. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. we haven't identified any of those things. So what's the point of the programming? You know what I mean? Like right. more rap videos, uh, with mixed in with a little bit of voting here and there, don't do nothing for us. I mean, that's the same thing as what it was mm-hmm. 30 years ago. And wh- where did that get us, you know? Because you would get like revamping, and then within that system as well, you think Viacom gonna let you revamp? No. You're not you gonna, revamp gonna let you take chances on black writers? No. And well, this is this is new people. It- this becomes the opportunity. This is where, you know, not saying that big people really listen to us, but all of you big heads the, with the dough, you Jay-Z's and all of you people, this is the time where you put your money together and you buy back our fucking network mm-hmm. and make it work the way it should be working. Don't don't buy a seat at NFL table. You yeah. feel me? Take back the shit that's ours and do it right. Yeah. But what's cheaper? What's, what? to, what's cheaper it, it, in a sense no, it's buy cheaper. a whole nother cheaper, it's cheaper to, to start from the bottom and, and, and reorganize the programming but it's but like, are they are they really gonna do that though? no like it, I feel like at, black work. people exactly yeah. they're not gonna put in that much work no. they need something that's already semi-established mm-hmm. and then okay let me let, let let us regroup which is why I say buy back the network mm-hmm. because yeah it's probably it, it, it is for sure cheaper to start from scratch but they're not gonna do that and plus you gotta go through all the proper channels to try and get your foot in the door yeah. to make this this uh this network and the television and network. then we'll end up right where Rob Johnson ended up again 
exactly. 20 years in the game and you hit the ceiling and you're going to exactly. have to sell back to the corporate interest no matter what. So it's like, whereas if we, if everybody, you know, we were talking about at one point, like, Oh, let's put our, let's put our money together and uh, start our own football league and shit like that. Put your money together and buy back fucking BET. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, it's like, cause BET, like if it, let's be real, if we had ownership over BET and everything that was on it, that can provide other avenues for us. And, okay. As far as like the, the mm-hmm. sports, everything like we're, we would be in control of that shit. If we were to buy back BET right now, uh, with with a pool of money, who do we elect as president of operations? <laughs> Shit. We're gonna tell Bob, like, hey, bro, we need you back. We just need a, we need you a good five years, my G. Just five, 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 who? until we figure out the original Bob Johnson, the original, original. yeah. Until we figure out who gonna act like they got some goddamn sense. <laughs> but right now, here's the money, Gigi. You know what I mean? Like, let's figure oh. out. We gonna we gonna put him to the test. He's back. To, a series. He's back to CEO. Yeah, here's a series of tests that we're gonna give the rest of these idiots Which and y- see who gonna take the ring. What y'all know about what's his name? Stephen Hill. I think his name Stephen Hill. He yeah, was a. He was, it was in the mix too. Yeah, he was. He was good when he was there. He was like. A lot of stuff fell while he was on up top. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Like, I don't know any yeah. black CEOs out there. I mean, I, I did do a, a, a research of who was available because um, I had this idea of like, you know, a virtual black government uh, and who will we elect as president and well, who would fill all the positions of a real government. And it's like, yo, I don't know nobody. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I need to find a hundred senators. I can't find none of these cats. Like you know what I mean? Who gonna really come up and shit? You said that out loud, and I'm just like, mm, I don't know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to have some pseudo pseudo senators until. And it's yeah. like you know, there is a lot of black CEOs out there. I did the knowledge on it. There's a, there's several, and they're in good positions. But it's like, dang, like yo, it, are you really valuable? Um, you know what I mean? What if? I mean, you are valuable to a certain degree. You're a CEO. You you know something about business for sure. But like, in terms of the black collective and black perspective in America, like, you know, can you really add to that, uh, or or can we improve on that? You know what I mean? It, yeah, it, like it takes like, a real just, think tank. You know what I mean? Like, are you just good at playing the game? Yeah. Which is fine. We're gonna need you. We need you guys too. We're gonna need yeah. people that know how to play the game, and so you can teach the game. Yeah, but it's it's those people who can play the game, and yeah. then there's those people who can play the game as well as yeah. help the community, and that that's what we need. We need a we need a both. And it's hard identifying these people. I mean, like there's black tech CEOs all over the place. Like, do we? There's there's we in there. You know what I mean? But like We're everywhere. Because I was like this, right? Virtual government, right? Okay, Secretary of Defense, like Colin Powell. Like who? Who's more suited to be Secretary of Defense than that guy? Right. You know what I mean. Sometimes it's just like you rocked with Bush, but whatever. But whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a lot of guys. Like, who's going to be the Secretary of Education? You know what I mean? At this point, anybody's better than me. (laughs) Who's going to be the Secretary of like the? Oh God, I hate her. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Like. She's such trash. Because I find myself like secretary. Man, hell no. The fuck? You said Umar? Umar. Yeah. Hell no. No. I mean, he know better than anybody. No. 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 
He can't be the treasurer. He don't know how to work with the money. Bro, he can't. He can't. You know education, bro. Stay in your lane. But he don't really know education, though. That's what I'm saying. Thank you for the $20. Like, I, like, Next time I make like, it 50 I feel like, I don't know. That guy. It's tough. That's all. He, yeah. Mm, it's tough. Mm-mm. We need somebody else. At this point, like. Over Umar, I'll take Ti. Stupid ass. Nah, we, over Umar. He's gonna expeditiously lead us to hell. You crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have all the kids spelling expeditiously by the end of kindergarten? Man, I don't know. That's a that's a good word to spell in kindergarten. <laughs> I'm just always trying to find like you know where, where is uh, Morgan Freeman gonna land in your government? Okay, so th- this is what I also came up with. Right, we have. We have the three branches, right? So we have to have, we don't have a Supreme Court. We have an elder council. Oh, yeah. And he on that, for sure. We got an elder council. It's it's split down the middle. It's six men and six women, elders. Is it press secretary? He could be press secretary. Okay. I got, I got, I got like, I got like Dr. Claude Anderson. He's on there. Um, We got, um, that I, I have my list. Hold on, hold on. Give me, give me a second. Let me think about my OGs real quick. Because uh, I got an OG woman that she's controversial, but I'm like, yo, who else? Like, she got to go. Uh, James Earl Jones? We nah, we're not, I'm not even talking. No? Inter- I'm not even talking entertainer. I'm talking about like the elder of the wise men. Like, you might not even know these people to a certain degree. You know what I mean? But like, like Dick Gregory would have been on there. Oh, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Um, damn, who did I have for the. Oh, oh uh, Maxine Waters. Oh yeah, for sure. You Auntie's know, on there. Maxine Waters is on there. Oh, yeah. Um probably C Dolores Tucker. You know what I mean? I I'm probably gonna have to get who's the black dude that's on the on the Supreme Court Justice right now, um, from back in the day. Um Clarence Thomas. Hey, look, you a Supreme you a, you a, you a, step over, you a current Supreme Court justice. You gotta be good for something. You know what I mean? Mm. Nah, you don't get to be the decision maker. But I mean, it's it's twelve men, it's twelve women. Um, right. Who else do we have? Um, and like, age is kind of weird. You know what I mean? Some women ain't really made it to like elderly status, but like, right. You know what I mean? Angela Davis. I don't know about her. She's compromised. What? She's been compromised. She's a, she's no good to me. <laughs> Yeah, she's no good to me. She gave up the Black Panther Party 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Back then. So So you're going to bring back Asada Shakur? Yeah, we got to get her out. You know what I mean? Um, Bring her back from Cuba. I don't know if she makes it on the high council. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, Trying to think about any, um, any ancestors. So what about these? Which I know, you know Queen Afua? Yes. Queen of Fool is probably going to have to be on the Elder Council. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. If Sabi was still here, Sabi would have been up there. Oh, boy, who said we don't produce amino acids? Dr. Sabi? Yeah. I got to rock with Sabi. So then, okay, let me ask you this. Then those people that we typically hear when it comes to like civil rights movements... The uh, Al Sharpton's in them and all them names. Yeah, Jesse where are you gonna Jackson. put them at? I mean, like they gonna stay where they at? Press secretary? Nah, <laughs> that's, that's too much. It's too nah. much power. Nah, that's, nah, I'm not with that. Oh, right. 
The second, the, the the press secretary though, who's like the number one Instagram <laughs> woke woke Negro right now? Dr. Umar. No, it's probably Tariq, honestly. So you know what I mean? He gets a position. You know what I mean? On on based on that alone, I, I would say Tariq is probably like definitely like media representatives, press secretary, something like that for sure. Um, like it's like. It's like maybe we'll give Umar a job, but he can't talk to people. Like it's not, you know what I mean? It, it takes, like you get a you get an admin position. Yeah, I feel like you have done something <laughs> yeah. worthy because we like, don't really have that many qualified people. Like when once if we was to really break it down and build our own government, because the government that we have ain't really broke. It's just the people who in it is broke. The system is fine. You know what I mean? Uh, the taxes that are that come out of it generally go towards good things. You know what I mean? Um, infrastructure and keeping stuff going. Like the idea of the government in the United States makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it's just the other stuff, the political movements and, you know, your self-interest that's really ruined it all. So you're going you gonna to abolish the police or not? Hey, man, I be needing to call 911 sometimes, you know? It'd be messed up. I, I'd have had it both ways. I'd have had my house kicked in and had no choice but to call 911 and got treated like a suspect. And then I'd have had some situations where I called 911 and they came through with a clutch. So it's like, look. Right. You know what I mean? Like Just, I feel like I feel like yes, we still need police. However, our system of how we decide who gets to get who gets to be a police officer because we don't really have a system besides yeah. a, like mm-hmm. go to academy police academy you pass oh great good job yeah. you can run carrying 20 pounds of gear yeah but are you crazy okay yeah. like the, those are the things i need to know it's right. it's funny are, are you racist are you a bigot it's, like then we should probably not give you a gun yeah defund the police is double talk uh i think that they shouldn't have as much money as they have for like you know the, the military operations that they take part in. True. They shouldn't have all the tanks and like, bro, like assault rifles. Th- there's no need for none of that. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to be something they're not like y'all not military and y'all not the feds. Like if the feds make a case, they don't even come in the door like that. The feds kicking in the door with all the battering rams. That's for TV. When feds got you, Bro, like that, you're God. Like you're not even that. It's not a dramatic like that. Like, like you it's can like, run. We just gonna get you later. Like, you can't even run. Like they take years to build a case, so there is no second guessing it. Yeah. Like we're just gonna pull up on you, dude. I'm the feds. You're caught. Come with us. Like there ain't no shootout. Like dog, we made we waited to make sure you was with your kids. We actually were inside with the kids playing with them. We're going to take these kids from you now. You just come with us. You just know. We catch you at your vulnerable moment. We've been watching you for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like We were next door. We was next door. We've been living here for this whole time. You didn't even know, did you? Like That's how the feds do it. And for these dudes to think that you can just go kick in a drug spot and just go shoot the place up and that's going to solve some sort of problem, that's not right. You know what I mean? There shouldn't be no money to aid that at all. So, Yeah, man. Yo. So defund the police in that aspect, but get rid of the police department in, in these major cities. Yeah, y'all don't want that. Are they I don't break want it that. up into different portions. Different people handle different things. 
Yeah, I heard people talking about making social workers go to these little uh, house domestic violence calls. I'm like, yeah, certainly. Until somebody to, to the first social worker gets killed out here, like you know what I mean? Like you can't be putting regular people in a line of fire neither. You know what I mean? So it's it's a tricky subject. I mean, I respect the law enforcement, um, and I and I don't respect the law enforcement at the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not out here breaking the law either, so well, not <laughs> not every day. Yeah. So yeah, BT y'all, yeah. BT. Save BT, man. Bring it back. Yeah, I don't know how to bring that back. <laughs> and it, Let's bring it back bigger and blacker. So either way, I think we can both we can all agree that. Ever since the decline of BET to where it is now, black people have been impacted by it. They've missed opportunities, especially with thinking about what the what the channel could be, what it would take to get it back. Fair enough to say that. Yeah. We could have used it a whole lot. Whether it had been vote or die, would it have been pushing Black Lives Matter and the uh, equality or even just boosting creatives and giving new black directors or screenwriters a chance yeah, three million dollars i think is cultural hub like we need we definitely need a cultural hub that's what we're missing something to organize our culture it's it's pretty sporadic and it's it's on the internet it's which is mm-hmm. no safe place for a culture <laughs> <laughs> No safe place for it. Oh man, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. And it was definitely if we could definitely hone it in and organize it and present it better. You know who's who's against that? I'm not against that at all. Can't be. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know we need it back. We don't know who's going to lead it. We know when it's going to be back. We know it needs revamping, but this just might be the reverse minus touch, and this is. Might be dead on arrival for right now. Yeah. But yeah. You know, it's just our opinion. Feel free to check out their lineup right now. Make your choices for yourself. Slide in the DMs to let us know. And of course, this is Love Yours, the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health. Black mental health. And black mental stability. And they will forever be out of reach until you. Love yours. It's a boy swoosh night. It's your girl, Vanessa Denae. Of course. Just Patrick. Just Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we thank you guys for listening. We encourage you to like, comment, subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Twitter at loveyours underscore pod. Follow us on Instagram at loveyours underscore podcast. And uh, hit us up. Is there? Tune in next week for when we talk about the black vote. Hopefully, you guys don't start going off on us or even talk about voting. But <laughs> hey, we a month out, so it's it's, it's time. time. So yeah. yeah, so we trying to collaborate with new people, trying to bring in new guests, trying to hear new black stories. So definitely tune in. Hit us up, DMs. Let's collaborate. Until then, yo. 
I, I, peace. 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 That was so awkward. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>